the Hit the Light podcast featuring Big Frog and Michael Castleberry is on the air. Covering classic metal and comedy from San Diego, California. So now sit tight and hit the light. The Hit the Light podcast is recorded live and uncensored. Big Frog in particular is not politically correct, so please don't be offended. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hit the Light podcast with me, Big Frog. And me, Mike Castleberry. And today is the anniversary of the loss of Ronnie James Dio, one of the greatest metal singers of all time, if not the greatest. I I have a hard time putting anyone else over him as far as metal singers go. Yeah, I think he's the quintessential dude and most imitated, you know, I think people like, you know. Most imitated, never duplicated. Yeah, never duplicated, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's just got had such a wicked range and had so much power you know there's it's like I, I think we've said this before on the podcast you know there's there might be some guys that have a little bit more power mm-hmm. or maybe some guys that have a little bit more range yeah or but the whole pack the whole package and the fact that he was like completely untrained and you know this is all just raw natural talent that mm-hmm. he harnessed never fucking warmed up before his show yeah Yep. You know, it's like, imagine, imagine if he fucking actually like was like a classically trained vocalist. No shit. You know? No shit. Like, yeah, if a, a teacher could have done fucking who knows wonders, but then he probably would have went into something else. It's funny because the whole like it seems like a whole series of happy accidents had to happen to get Dio to where yeah the Dio that became Dio. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, it's not like. When he got into music, it's not like metal was a thing. Right. He was in a fucking, like, doo-wop, doo-wop band yeah. and shit, you know. Yeah. Ronnie and the Red Caps. Yeah, exactly. And in then, the 50s. Yeah, and then yeah. became, you know, that that slowly morphed into the Electric Elves. Yeah. Which then was shortened to the Elves, which then was shortened even more to Elf. Elf, which I guess was probably him. Yeah, well, no, it was him and his cousin. Okay. Because his cousin, uh, I forgot what he played in the band initially, but him and his cousin were both in the band, and they're both short little fucking Italian guys. Right. So they were the elves. So they were the elves, that yeah. That they're okay. referencing. It's just, it's still funny to me. We're, we're not going to fuck with Elf all that much because we covered that I right. think, plenty in our Rainbow episode uh, for the lead up, but that's, not, that's one of them bands that, they don't sound like we thought they're going. Oh to. no! Like yeah, not at all. You look at that the album cover for their first album, and it's like you know, I guess that's Dio in makeup or mm-hmm. with the weird fucking elf guy. Mm-hmm. So you, you think it's gonna be like, oh, Rainbow became this natural progression, progression and right. merging of that and you know Blackmore, but they're just like a fucking southern rock band right. for the most part. Yeah. You know? and, you know, their songs were decent, and Dio had a good voice, but he wasn't pushing himself no. on it. No, He was still hanging out in that bluesy range, mm-hmm. and, you know, singing about hoochie-coochie women, and right. shit like that. Totally, well, that was <laughs> the that, direction of, of the time. And the Carolina yeah. County Ball. Yeah. The funny thing, I mean, the cool thing, for me, is that, when it was all said and done or whatever, he was one of the few and one of the loudest dudes that was like, yeah, I'm heavy metal. Yeah. This is heavy metal, you know, which I love. I love that. 
Not a whole lot of guys did that early on. Yeah. It was Halford, you know, when Judas Priest, and then Dio kind of picked up that mantle. And that's, you know, once that foundation was officially set where you're like, this is what fucking heavy metal is. Right. Um, that's when you started getting, you know, like shit like Metallica right. and stuff like that. And that next wave of people that are inspired by that first couple right. waves of it they're just like fucking metal yeah. and that's all they wanted to be they wanted to be metal bands and, and then you know and then further if you let it like go to the whole evolution thing mm-hmm. um dio would be the roots of power metal right yes yeah so I, basically he's got his own genre oh yeah uh dio and uh, i would say you know dio is the roots of power metal mm-hmm. i i even said that on our um Rainbow episode that right. Rising is like the prototype for all power metal. Right, right. Right there. Right, um, there you go. You know, it's it's a, yeah, he's super influential in that. Um, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, as much as I cap on Yngwie, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's he's right there too. Yeah. Um, he's like kind of the other piece of that. Right. For what became power metal now. Like if you listen to... Um, Dragon Force. Mm-hmm. That's all a bunch of fucking dudes that listen to like a bunch of Ingve mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. copied it. And yeah, played it faster. And, <laughs> yeah, but that's what's kind of sad. Not to get too sidetracked on what we're talking about is you know shit that Ingve did. It was pretty extraordinary at the time, and now we're in this like you know generation of like everyone's like a fucking super shredder, right? So, like, everybody can do all that shit and all yeah. the tricks, and it's fucking gnarly. And yeah. And at some point, it doesn't even, like, it doesn't even sound right. It do, there's some fucking car commercial or, not, or some shit that mm-hmm. was on, and uh, it was way, way, way super shreddy, yeah. right? And Lonnie's like, yeah, was, um, do you like that? And I'm like, I mean, I'm not sure that's a guitar. It's selling like, a car. I'm not positive that's yeah. a guitar at all. It's like... Because, they, because, I mean, the sound is there, the notes are there, yeah. the, the whatever you would call it, the sampling, maybe yeah. it, it could have been. And I was just like, it sounded too perfect to be, yeah. but then again, you never know. You don't know. Because that's it, how these motherfuckers are. But it could be, you know, a keyboardist with guitar samples. Yeah, that's and I think that's what it was. You know, I think that's what it was. That's what I fucking thought, like, first time I heard Dragon Force. Like, I was yeah. like, they had to speed this shit up on the album. That guy right. can't play that shit live. It's, right. like, it's too fast. Yeah. And, you know, that's it's when you start feeling like you're already an old motherfucker when you listen to it. It's like, that's too fast. Too, too fast. fast. Too loud. No. But uh, never too loud. That's, yeah. My wife goes, she fucking hates that because I can't listen to music quietly. Oh, really? Um, possibly because I'm half deaf from concerts. Right. But, you know, when we're in the car and I finally somehow get a chance to put some shit on, she's always like, down. Dead, yeah. And I'm like, you don't listen to metal at five. Yeah. See, I do because I listen to shit in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. Like where I still have to think and do things, whatever. But I just like whatever, you know, have it like just playing and whatever. So I, I listen to it loud when I'm by myself or whatever, you know. Yeah. Speaking of the, the roots of heavy metal here, uh, before we really deep dive more into Dio's, uh, first off, this was an accident that we're recording this episode on the anniversary of Dio's death. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd already had that planned, so you guys are so lucky that are actually <laughs> listening. Right. Um, but uh, 
I wanted to kind of get into a little some of that shit, some of the newer shit that I've been fucking with. Uh, okay. Uh, I turned you on to that band Cauldron right. a few weeks ago and bands like Enforcer. And yeah, there's apparently, a, they call it the new wave of traditional heavy metal right. with a bunch of young dudes fucking starting bands that sound like 80s metal bands. Sound like real shit. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> I kind of dig it because, you know, metal is so fragmented. There's so many different genres and it's cool in a way, but mm -hmm. it's funny that the people that are supposed to be going against the grain are the ones that like to label themselves the most. Right, right, right. You know, it's like, oh, I like I like symphonic deathcore. Right. What the fuck it is. And then some. All of a sudden, there's just like these bands popping up, like Cauldron and shit like that, that are like, we're just heavy metal. Right. And it's just straight up, you know, no frills, old school metal. Right. You know, sounding. Yeah. But you know, with. A little bit more modern sensibilities because they have better recording techniques and shit like right. that. But yeah, it's kind of like finding like, oh, this is this is some shit I can get into. Right. It's not you know I I hate being that guy that like is finally like I don't think I like new music. Yeah. But I keep trying to listen to new shit. <laughs> All of a sudden you're panicking. It's like what's your fucking probation officer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know All you're right. not supposed to be close to libraries. Okay. No. <laughs> oh man! So uh, gonna be cut out. Oh, before other thing, before we get a uh, deep dive in here, uh, you got a little bit of a interesting time, even trying to fucking get here. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was a funny story. Yes. Story. So I have to. So I have to load a bunch of shit, right? And I didn't know where the one microphone was, so I went to see if it was in the trunk. And then I came back to get the rest of the shit, and when I, and then um, I realized that I had locked the fucking keys in the trunk. And so basically, I had to break into the house to get the Slim Jim so I could go back outside, break into the car, and then get here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing is you live in National City, so that's not suspicious. Yeah, no, it wasn't suspicious at all. Um, <laughs> I always used to worry about that when I was uh, younger because, you know, I grew up in the suburbs in Spring Valley. So it was a little bit of a nicer area. It right. wasn't super ghetto. But anytime I locked myself out of the house, I'd have to climb through a fucking window. And I was always yeah. worried some nosy fucker that yeah. does that just moved into the neighborhood sees me climbing through a window. No shit. And I gotta try to prove to the cops I live there or something. Right. But Have a Chappelle fucking yeah. uh, scenario. But being a white guy, like I generally have that privilege where right. I'm like, I live here and they're like, okay, that right. seems legitimate. Well, the cool thing was that I, I, I still got it because yeah. I was in and out of that shit fucking fast. Well, there you, you go. Know? And, um, and yeah, you wouldn't expect me to be able to climb through a window real easy, but yeah. guess what? <laughs> well, you know, so when when you're in your element, you yeah, know, like there it is. You know, hippos run real fast. Yeah. surprisingly. I just use the force. Yeah, next thing you know, they swim I'm good. Here, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're just in your, you know, you're like ah, oh, this just yeah, just muscle memory. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. So, um, so yeah, so okay, so I became aware of Dio around. 80. Same time as, as when everything. Yeah, yeah, when he started in Sabbath. Right, started in Sabbath, and um, he was already in Sabbath, though. Mm -hmm. Like, and uh, so we were like, 
we had all the we had both of the Sabbath records with Dio. We had um, both of the Ozzy records, and Live Evil was coming out, and uh, and Speak of the Devil was coming out, and basically like I bought Speak of the Devil, and my friend Lenny bought Live Evil. Well, yeah, you know, and so he was explaining to me like what the difference was between Ozzy and Dio. And yeah, he was singing, he was saying War Pigs. Yeah, first he sang it like Ozzy, and then he sang it like Dio. That's when I figured out that I had a fucking singer if yeah. I ever wanted a fucking, you know. But um, basically, right after that, I left to Spain, right, and I had no idea that Dio was leaving Sabbath or anything yeah. like that. Back in those days, we'd get the news like three months later, you yeah. know, or whatever the fuck it was. So I had no idea about that. I got to Spain, and um, and my uncle picked me up at the airport and everything. We went to the base, because he was in the military, so we went to the base. We were looking around, you know, and the base always has the cool shit in the stores, yeah. you know, because they have to have everything. So um, I'm looking around at the record store and shit, and he said, asked me if I wanted anything. And I was just looking, looking, looking. Boom. Dio. Holy diver. Like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, fucking. So I make sure that it's Ryan James Dio yeah. in the band. And I'm just like, nah, take this. You know? Yeah. Put his shit in the car on the way home. Fuck. I was just like, it was like, it was like everything that I liked about him in Sabbath. Mm-hmm. But then just like, modernized and yeah. fucking for this was going to be the future as far as I was concerned I was looking at the future right now yeah you know and I was just like and and from then on and then that was my introduction obviously to Vivian Campbell mm-hmm. who would become one of my favorite guitar players ever yeah and um and I was just like this this is going to be the like what the new heavy metal is going to sound like and it, as it should be that's yeah. what you know that's what I thought of it. And um, so, when did you become aware of Dio? When did I become aware of Dio? You know, it's one of those things that I can't pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, he'd been around since before right. I was born. Right. Uh, he had came and left Sabbath. His, you know, his peak was, you know, when I was a fucking small child as solo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean I it's just one of those things I couldn't tell you the first time I heard Holy Diver or anything like that. Right. And I remember seeing the video when I was a little bit older and you're like, Oh yeah. This fucking dork. Oh yeah. You know, and yeah, it dude, it took me a minute to separate what that fool looked like in that video right. from like the voice. So it's like Was it, was, it the one where he was on the roof? Or what? Or what the one where, that would look like a look like a B horror movie oh type of thing. God, they're all pretty bad. Yeah, but it's the one he had like the the wannabe like Dungeons and Dragons outfit, and he had a right. big fucking fake like, sword. Yeah, styrofoam sword. Yeah, <laughs> and like a shitty looking dragon in the yeah. video. I'm pretty sure, and it was just all like, uh. So you see that, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. This is this is gay, dude. Right. Like, fucking eighties metal was whack. Like, yeah. This is some nerdy ass fuck that shit oh, yeah. stuff. So it didn't leave a good first impression on me. And to tell you the truth, I, I told you this before. Um, once I got kind of hip to it a little bit more, 
and I started let you know really giving things that I never gave a shot before an honest try. Mm-hmm. Um, his solo stuff is still like my least favorite of his work, mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, much like I th- I like. Ingve when he's in a more of a band setting, mm-hmm. I like Dio more when he's in. I mean, I know he's in a band, but the band is named after him, mm-hmm. you know, and it's whoever he fucking wants at the time. That right. nobody gets a lot of pushback on what he wants to do. Right. So when he's in a band with Blackmore or Iommi, um, they're gonna fucking harness some of that shit, mm-hmm. you know. So. When he's left to his own devices, there's going to be some awesome shit and there's going to be some fucking retarded shit. Totally. And totally. It's that's so I'm still I listen. I pretty much only fuck with like the first couple of Dio albums and mm-hmm. then um, Dream Evil. Right. For the most part. Right. Like, it's just after that, there's just like a bunch of shit that doesn't quite match that quality. Um you know, because it's one of those things, like you said, like the first two albums are fucking great, and then mm-hmm. Sacred Heart gets smacked right in there, and it's pretty not good. Yeah, it's not good. And then Dream Evil is pretty cool because you know they right. that's his first album with Craig Goldie, well, and that's a really it's really sick, and it's a return to form. Right. But then after that, it's another. It's just a bunch of stuff that's not quite hitting that. See, that's my that's my theory about Dio. Is I think that when he's excited about something, mm-hmm. it fucking shows through. Yeah. You know? And so when, obviously, when he's going from Elf to fucking joining fucking Richie Blackmore's band, he's excited. Yeah. You know? When he suddenly finds himself in front of this dude who has a fucking encyclopedia of riffs in his mind, yeah. he's fucking excited. When he gets fucking young Vivian Campbell, he's excited, you know? And and then he goes on to make great shit, and then the excitement fades. Yeah. You know, and then and like you said too, there there's good um there's good to have checks and balances, you know. Sunset Superman wouldn't happen if you had fucking, you know, somebody who could tell you, nah, you know, that name's kind of sucks. You know, <laughs> whatever, you know. But it's not even that bad of a song. No. It's funny it's how just, much you hate on uh, that it's, specific it's just, song. Because I just, like, when I see the title, it's just like, oh, God. It's not a good, it, it's not a particularly great song, but um, speaking on, uh, you know, since it's on Dream Evil, specifically, it's funny because it's it's an okay song, mm-hmm. but it is followed by uh, "All the Fools Sailed Away," which mm-hmm. is like my low key favorite Dio song. Right. Okay. There's it's it's a lot more epic in right. scope than a lot of his his solo shit. For some reason, like I think it the first couple albums they really um, combine everything he had been doing up until that point. Mm-hmm. Like he had those sensibilities of. You know, you, he took the more, you know, mystical, fantasy-driven shit and, you know, the guitar virtuoso stuff from, you know, uh, Rainbow mm-hmm. and the actually full-on metal sound from when he is in Sabbath and mm-hmm. smashed it together. That's where you get Dio. But right. um, it seemed like a lot of the songs, uh, they're, they're all, I love them. 
I don't want to shit on him too much. Mm. But it's kind of like neon nights over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you get a lot of those fast, hard driving sounds, but you don't have as many of the the more big, epic sounding stuff. You know, like um, like uh, Stargazer, right? And shit like that. You didn't quite have that, and all the full sail away kind of touch on that a little bit more. That right. that aspect of his, you know, history, right? And I would have liked that a little bit more because they have those, you know, songs like you know, um, Die Young mm-hmm. and Standing at, at the Edge of the World and stuff like that when he was a Sabbath mm-hmm. that started slow or maybe they had a more chugging pace to him because right. because Iomi but he didn't do that as much on his own he kept he's like let's get the shreddy guys right right which I love the shreddy guys right but. well you know what's funny is that is that uh, I've been reading that book that Black Sabbath book yeah and uh, I never thought I was going to read the whole book I just yeah. wanted to look up something and, and I ended up like it's got a lot of trippy shit in there yeah but um, well, yeah, like the Iomi fucking Sharon. Yeah, first, at first, and that's he. He was just like, yeah, I guess I'll bang you, and she was like real into him, and right? Got all butt hurt, and that's why she wanted to push Ozzy to beat his ass. You yeah, know, as far as uh, musically. Yeah, exactly. But and so and so, there's a lot of funny stuff in there, and uh, and and part of with the Vivian Campbell, they interview Vivian Campbell. Because um, they talk about, you know, when when he went back to Sabbath, it was perfect timing because both were going kind of down on a, on a downward trend. Yeah. And so that when they did the humanizer, it was perfect timing for both of them. Yeah. But um, but like Vivian Campbell talks about, you know, being in a band like with Dio was like being in a band with your dad. You know, <laughs> he was like you know uh well, he's probably he's like just, yeah. 20 years old yeah him, like right? that you know and, and his way of thinking was just like you know he said he would sit there and watch like videos of new bands and just be like oh they fucking suck you know they fucking <laughs> whatever and Vivian's over there thinking ah, I think they're pretty cool you know fucking yeah. we should do whatever and Dio's like no you know but uh Dio actually wanted to do more of of what you're talking about yeah. but he didn't write music, so he didn't. He couldn't do it himself. Uh, and the and the guys that he had were like not. It that wasn't their thing. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it it, it was a frustration for uh, when Dio wanted to do more epic type of shit, yeah. and and the other dudes really weren't like able to deliver. That. <laughs> That's kind of funny being in a band with your dad. Yeah. You know, I, side note, um, Vivian Campbell was a great guitarist. Uh, mm. I, I still can't get over the fucking name. Sometimes. Oh, Vivian. Yeah, yeah, Aunt Vivian. Yeah, totally, it is. Like, I don't know why he, I mean, good on him for not, like, backing off it, but, like, I'm surprised he never just went by, like, Viv Campbell or right. something. Right, yeah. That sounds more rockery. Yeah, it does. Vivi or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, another, another, <laughs> since we're talking about names, but, uh, I was also reading, you know, because everybody thinks or you hear that uh, Dio, you know, Dio means God, yeah. right? And that, you know, that's why he chose that name or whatever, whatever. Actually, according to what this book, there was a neighborhood gangster mm-hmm. in his in his hood growing up named Johnny Dio. Oh, 
uh-huh. and he thought that that name sounded super cool. Yeah, and it's so a pretty cool to this, name. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so according to this book, that's why he called himself that. Yeah. But yeah. Wanted you, to get in on the deal, family. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because, you know, in doing like research that we do for some of these things, it is like most of these dudes, those aren't their names, you yeah. know? So it is a trip that Vivian Campbell didn't just like, you know, just pick a whole nother new name, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think maybe he wasn't even ready for this shit because he just got plucked, yeah. you know, from, from some little band that he was in. Yeah, I'm blanking. I'm trying to, there's some other dude that I was reading about and I forget who it is now that, you know, he was explaining how he got his stage name. Mm-hmm. And he was in a band, like a garage band with some other dude. And uh, they kind of did like a Ramones type thing where they all went by the same last name. And the thing is, is the last name of the guy that's like was the leader of the band. Right. And then he just he just fucking kept it afterwards. Right. <laughs> like, well, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. But I mean, if everybody knows you as that, mm-hmm. you know, I guess. So, um, okay. So Holy Diver, sick. Yeah. Uh, last in line, sick. Um and then business comes into play, you know? Yeah. And the thing about it is, you know, like, when in rock music, it seems like everybody wants to blame the bitch all the time, you know, yeah. Yoko, Sharon, you know, and then to some extent, Wendy Dio yeah. also gets the blame for a lot of shit. And Vivian uh, blames her, you mm-hmm. know? He says, uh, basically, she was telling Ronnie it doesn't matter who's in the band. Nah. You know, you're the fucking one, whatever, whatever. And he goes, and Vivian says, I don't think Ronnie thought that. And I think he realized soon after, mm-hmm. you know, but it was weighing the business with the with the quality of the product. At some point, you know, there's always that. There's yeah. always quality control. You know, uh, how much can you put into this? You know, obviously, if you wanted to pay more, you could do more. Yeah. You know, and uh, and so Vivian was uh, pissed, you know, because basically, like the one good thing about about uh, Dio was he gave you credit, yeah. right? So Vivian Campbell's name is on those songs. Yeah, what he didn't get was paid. Yeah, right. And the thing is, is that if if he had money, he could have got a lawyer and got that money. Yeah. But he didn't have no money, so basically his only fucking thing was, you know, I'm gonna quit if if you don't pay me. Yeah. And they were already ready for that. Yeah, because was basically like fucking quit, we'll get another guitar. Yeah, but like they already had the other guitars. Yeah. You know? And that's and that's the crazy thing because I was looking up all these dates and shit and uh I saw Dio four times on the uh on the Sacred Heart tour, <laughs> yo, did you forget you saw it? No, it's no, it's like <laughs> it just kept coming. Well, back I love Dio. Yeah. I love Dio, and we and we were going to all Diego, the shows. Huh? So I saw him um, in the at the Sports Arena on uh, December sixth uh, of eighty five. He came back to the Sports Arena again in that same month, right? Huh. Well, they used to say. He used to come to San Diego a lot because he liked to tweak, and he like would get it here, or yeah. whatever. But you know that's unverified, and I doubt it because it would have fucked his voice up. 
Yeah. You know, Maybe he just really likes fish tacos. Yeah, or something. But so so uh, then we saw him in Costa Mesa. Uh, that was eight sixteen eighty five, and then and all those were with Vivian Campbell. Mm-hmm. And then he came back, which was uh, July twenty fifth of eighty six, and it was Craig Golden. Hmm. And we had no idea that Vivian wasn't in the band or anything. And so we show up, and we were, we were pretty close, and we were just like, what the fuck, who's that guy? Yeah. Now, I was pissed because I love Vivian Campbell, and he obviously wasn't in the band anymore. Yeah. But I was tripping on how sick Craig Goldie was because yeah. he was sick, you know? And... Um, <laughs> And so they, and so you know, then the album came out, Dream Evil. Yeah. And uh, I liked it. It was sick, you know, whatever. And then suddenly he wasn't in the band no more either. Yeah. You know, so I was just like, ah, fuck. And that's, <clears throat> and I don't like, like, you know, I mean, as a as a guitar player, for whatever reason, I think the singer is a major, major, major fucking replacement. Mm-hmm. And the guitarist is the next most major replacement. Yeah. The other ones, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you can, lose a cliff, it's going to fuck yeah. you up. And, you know, but for the most things. part, you can lose a bass player. Yeah. And be fine. Unless right. it's, you know, unless the bass player is like the guy that started the band. Right. You know, unless it's or Getty songwriter or something. Steve Harris. Yeah. Or, you know, like, uh, you know, like the drummer. Usually you can get by yeah. without a drummer. Um, you know, random thing that I didn't know about, like, because you know, when Avenged Sevenfold, when their their drummer died, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh wow, that sucks. But I hadn't been into them for a while. But mm-hmm. then everybody's like, dude, he was like the main songwriter in the band. <laughs> oh wow! <clears throat> but then they uh, replaced him with uh, uh, what's his face from Dream Theater for an album, right? And then uh, got a permanent replacement after that but that was yeah. because was it Mike Portnoy Mike, Mike, yeah. Yeah. so he was in Avenged Sevenfold for a minute and that was because their drummer was a huge fan of his right so they're like it would like you know if he's Be watching like from, yeah, from yeah. Beyond the Grave he would love this so much so he's like yeah fuck it right you know right okay so then Lock Up the Wolves comes out this is 90 Right, and see, there, that's another thing too, because he went, he made an album in '83, an album in '84, an album in '85, then two years for Dream Evil, then three years for Lock Up the Wolves. Yeah. Well, so, did that did Lock Up the Wolves come out before or after Dehumanized? Before. Okay, so that was yeah. So that was the la- and and uh, and then they picked up this kid. Uh, uh, Rowan Robertson, mm-hmm. and he was fucking like I remember, we heard about that, and they said he was seventeen, and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, well, this is crazy. So I thought, obviously, this kid's gonna be like, you know, fucking dynamite, fucking whatever, yeah. whatever, and he was good, you know, he was all right. Um, that album, I like the sound of it, and it's got some cool shit on it. But it just doesn't have any like songs. Doesn't on it. have like anything. doesn't have any kick ass. Nothing just grabs you by the dick and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. So okay. And then, uh, and then Sabbath comes calling, yeah. right? 
So basically, it was it was the it was the you know conflation of yeah. Dio kind of start, starting to go a little bit downhill, and yeah. Sabbath really fucking going downhill. Yeah. So you know that you, you do what you have to at right. that point because yeah, he completely disbanded Dio at that point. Right. And his you know when you listen to interviews, like he had every expectation that like he was going to be in Sabbath forever. Right. Like they were going to just be you know, hot shit again, mm-hmm. and this is what he's going to do, mm-hmm. and then that fucking flamed out over bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know. And, and Dio considers that, like, you know, the the greatest metal band of all time. Yeah. Sabbath with him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Of course. You know, and it's like, I can't, I can't completely argue with no, that. No, sure can't. Um, sure you can't. Know, I would still... Sabbath with Ozzy is more important. Oh, of course. Of um, course. But it's funny because I just recently um, turned a friend of mine on to uh, mm-hmm. some of the post-Ozzy Sabbath, finally. Mm-hmm. He loves Black Sabbath. Didn't fuck with anything else. And uh, he had seen me comment on something on Facebook talking about how great the you know the Dio era shit was. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, Mike, you've convinced me. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a look. And uh, he was giving... Uh, and to the point where my wife told us we had to get like another group chat because he's a friend of my wife's and everything, uh, and we had a group chat going because he was giving like a play by play of like every single song as he's <laughs> listening to it, and he was like, "This is fucking great." Yeah, and he kind of left. His whole deal was this though: he really, really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um, it wasn't Black Sabbath. Well, yeah, is yeah. Basically, I mean, what it boiled down to is like that's not what I. It's not what I look for in Black Sabbath. He's like, it's a great couple of Dio albums, right? And he's like, to me, it just sounds like Dio, right? And I'm like, but it was before Dio. Yeah, but that's <laughs> what I had to say. It's like you have to freaking like think of the the you know the chronology, you know the yeah. chronology. And then I told him it's like he's like, yeah, man, that's like when you know it doesn't have that doomy right. sound that I want when I listen to Sabbath. And I'm like, yeah, but if you listen to the last two Sabbath albums with Ozzy, this is the direction they're going in anyway. Mm-hmm. So or some other direction. Yeah, yeah. but it wasn't gonna be. They weren't doom metal anymore. Even yeah. the last several albums. Right. Yeah. So. They had. Yeah. They had definitely like progressed into something else. Yeah. He yeah. he kind of he almost hit that wall though when I got to walk away though man. He, <laughs> oh yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's not a uh, that's that's not a good song. Then you're not gonna like it, uh. <laughs> right? You know, but I mean, to have just like one of those on a whole two albums is yeah. fucking pretty good. <laughs> Lord, she's handsome. Oh, she's handsome. God <laughs> damn it, yeah, I'm sure his wife loves all these songs about how handsome she is. Yeah, she ain't too handsome either. She never was, which is a, which is a trip. You know thing. what? That's. <laughs> It's one of them things where after a while you kind of Google like what his wife looked like. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, maybe she was hot when she was younger. Mm-mm. I mean, she's all right. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. No, I, I might. I, <laughs> I wouldn't go out of my way either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, so then. Sorry, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So then. Um, Sabbath is over before it fucking begins. You yeah. know, where... Uh, that is, you know, I I get... This is one of them times where I think Dio was kind of in the wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Dio was 
I'm not opening for that fucking clown. He mm. fucking hates Ozzy. Yeah. With a passion for yeah. some fucking reason. Yeah. <clears throat> and he was just like, I'm no, fuck that. I'm I'm done then. Like, and it's like, yeah, man, you can't suck it up and open for Ozzy during Ozfest and shit. Mm. Like Ozzy's clearly still bigger than you at this point. Right. Like, just give it a minute. Like, just take your lumps and keep it going. Right. You know? You're not going to fucking... Ozzy's not going to open for you. Yeah, but I see, I think I think it was the beginning. Like, he saw where it was going. And that yeah. is where it was supposed to go. Well, that's the thing is... Well, that's what's kind of funny with that whole deal is I was listening to that interview with him where he's a bitter motherfucker mm-hmm. when he talks about some of that shit. And he is fucking pissed. Because this is an interview that's done in the aftermath. Like, he was... St- he was, he was hyping fresh. up. Yeah, he yeah. was hyping up uh, strange highways. Okay. During this interview, and he's talking about, um, you know, you know, the, Tony was trying to. He's he's trying to play for like a reunion that's never that never happened, and it's probably never gonna happen. And blah, mm. blah blah blah. And he threw away a fucking band for that. And I mean, the reunion happened. <laughs> yeah. And I only got to play arenas again, and I still think it's kind of. I would like to see a little bit more actual creative output and other than just see Sabbath as a tribute to itself mm-hmm. for the most part because it became, let's play the same fucking songs over yeah. and over. But I see where Dio was bent out of shape over that. But, you know, if things came calling and if there's money to be made with a reunion, mm-hmm. It's gonna fucking happen, dude. If like more money's to be made for, they, I mean, they briefly flirted with it for Live Aid, right? And that was a shit show. Yeah, that was bad. Um, but you know, Dio, he made some great music with the band. But at the end of the day, if you can have the original Black Sabbath together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more fans are gonna flock to that. Yeah, and you know, and it's just the nature of things. It's like, um, you know, I mean. Like, if I'm going to, uh, if I take the whole of everything of Sabbath with Ozzy and then the whole of everything of Sabbath with Dio and try to say what's better, well, I mean, there's a lot more shit that's, that you can't create heavy metal without yeah. in the first part, right? Yeah. You know, than there is in the second but I think like Dio is just, I mean, he's just as important, like you said about importance, yeah. the Sabbath, you know, think about how, how without, how different heavy metal would be without Dio. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't even have our symbol, yeah. first of all, you know, and then. That's but, not true. Gene yeah, Simmons Gene Simmons, you know, of course. Destroyer yeah. and, and you know what? <laughs> I saw him the other day. I don't know what he was doing. He was at some function. He doesn't throw he, it up right. And he's, yeah, the but fucking... he makes a point of throwing it up every time. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like some people think it's his. He doesn't or, throw up but, the horns. Yeah. He puts he, up the fucking. The, I love you. I love you yeah. in silence. And he can't. It's sign language. Yeah, he can't claim that. Yeah. That's fucking, it's either, you know, it's it's almost, you know, he does like, I love you. Damn near does like the hang loose fucking yeah. thing half the time. But between that, between the du- the Dungeons and Dragons lyrics, between yeah. fucking the voice and, man, Dio's 
he's vital. Yeah. He's vital to the to what would become fucking. Yeah. You know. He's he's vital. I would say I wouldn't. I never say discount his importance to metal in general. Right. Um, I just think he's less important to Black Sabbath. Totally. Totally. <laughs> and you know, and that's all there is to it. And yeah. he was he came in, he helped keep it going. Mm-hmm. When you know the funny thing is, is it's this is the story of Tony Iommi in a nutshell. Um, I'm gonna make a new group, and then it just keeps being called Black Sabbath mm-hmm. for record label purposes. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't supposed to be Black Sabbath with Dio mm-hmm. initially. Uh, they were teasing it. Like I read something that um, they wanted to, they didn't want to completely separate it, but mm-hmm. they were kicking around just calling it Sabbath, mm-hmm. and then you know. Once, once you had everyone else, once you had Geezer on board, and once you have you know Bill Ward on board, mm-hmm. it's it's fucking Black Sabbath at yeah. that point, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of what they were going with on that. And then you know, as long as you're calling it Black Sabbath, even when Bill leaves, well, we're still gonna call it Black Sabbath. It's still mostly the same mm-hmm. con- concept. But then when you know. You know, then when Gillen is joining the band, that's another thing where they're going, oh, it's like it's, it's a new super group. We'll probably call it something other than Black Sabbath. But then you got Bill Ward fucking back in the band for that mm-hmm. shit. And Geezer's in the band and everything. And it's like, well, I guess we're Black Sabbath. Yeah. You know. Totally. And then it, and then it becomes to where that makes it so it's not it's not that big a deal that, that there's the Dio version because yeah. there's so many other fucking versions. A, a minute ago, I was like, lost in what I was trying to say and now I figured out exactly what I want to say. There we go. I think the fucking to me, the Sabbath with Dio is in general a higher quality of music. Okay. So <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Yeah. You know, now it like yeah, it's you know, Ozzy's voice is a different thing and and the whole direction of Sabbath music is a fucking whole different thing. So it doesn't really matter that Dio's a better singer, yeah. you know, um, and 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 that the songwriting of Dio's is yeah. better, probably, you know, because it's just Sabbath was its own thing, and that's why, like you say, nothing else is that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, for me. It's hard for me to make a, a judgment call on that because I, I go to the different versions of the Sabbath. For different moods. Yeah. You know, if I want to listen to Dio, the Dio era, for whatever reason, I want to hear that style, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to listen to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cool thing with with Dio is he pushed Iomi more, mm-hmm. so the, his soloing is right way fucking better. Oh, yeah. Um, from that point onward. Oh, yeah. Um, well, anything, anything from uh, Dio on is harder to play than anything yeah. from Dio before. Yeah. So that's, yeah, totally. Iomi so. was like way freed up to yeah. do a lot more shit. Well, then he get the fact that, I mean, um, he had two singers in a row that had fucking worked with Richie Blackmore. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, and Blackmore is a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Iomi's kind of got to raise his chops to match their shit. Exactly. And people sometimes, you know, they... They really have a hard time calling, like, you know, Born Again, like a Sabbath album. Right. Because it's really fucking different. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's, you know, I, I, the more I listen to it, it's there's parts I like 
more and parts I like less. And it's kind of like they they didn't quite mesh well together for whatever reason. Right. But it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I dug it, you know, and, yeah. and and at the time, I mean, it was the same time Holy Diver was out. Yeah. You know, so it was like and at that time we were just like ravenously consuming fucking metal, heavy metal, yeah. you know. And there wasn't that many bands, so we we were the bands we were into, we were really fucking into. Yeah. And you know, and like like you say about the Dio albums, the solo albums. They, you know, there's there's a there's a little ups and downs, uh-huh. but in general it's down the yeah. whole trajectory it's, from the yeah, first album to this. Yeah, it's a slow downward. Trend. Right, and even his worst albums aren't terrible. Right, but it's like I've said this before. You start to hit this point with bands where once that whatever there is that made some of those big hits special, mm-hmm. whether it just be you listen to it at the right age mm-hmm. or you know whatever. Those you can listen to an album, and you're gonna hear some songs on it that you like, you know. But you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. But you don't remember it later. Right. And you know, it's like a a consistent like a. It's like a lot of those albums are more like a seven out of ten album. Right. Or a six out of ten, where it's not terrible, but it's not blowing you away. And like you listen, you go like, "Oh, that was enjoyable." Right. But you don't remember any of the songs that were on it, and then you go back to listen to Holy Diver or something. Right. So well, my point was that if some of those later Dio albums had been released in 85, mm-hmm. we would have got into that shit. Oh, yeah. Because well, that's, you know, it's whatever we you wanted heard, to. It's whatever you heard first. Right. You know, so those songs that you're like, eh. Right. They're no Holy Diver or no, you know. Right. You know. Yeah. And they're not dream evil or anything like that, you know. But if you heard those first, you'd be like, "Oh, that's sick!" Like, yeah, they would be because a lot of uh, a lot of the songs start kind of get a little samey sounding too. Of course, and, and you know what? And that's gonna happen after you read fifty million songs. Yeah, you know, I mean, fuck, you know, what are you gonna do? You know, uh, all right. So, so the Sabbath thing blows up. He's, you know, now. Going back to Dio is yeah. the default. There's yeah. nothing else, nowhere else to go. Oh well, yeah, you gotta you reform Dio. Yeah, I mean he he reformed it with completely new dudes. Yeah, completely new highways, dudes. Right? Yeah, for for Strange Highways he got. Uh, oh well, he did have Vinny Apice, I think. Hang on. Yeah, he got Vinny back because Vinny left with him from Sabbath again. <laughs> you know, so that's how that goes. And then they got Jeff Pilson to play bass from Dokken. And he's a sick, he's not, I mean, not like a sick bassist, but he's a solid bassist, and he does really good backing vocals. So, like, if you see concerts from that time, the the vocals are on point, because he, like, really supports Dio a lot. And then they got Tracy G. And Tracy G is the worst of the Dio guitarists, (laughs) you know? Which, I mean, like... Was it D stamp or gay? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's Grijalva. Tracy Grijalva. Another Tracy... That's another name that could have been next, <laughs> you know, but um, but it was funny because I when I heard who it was, I had known him from some other band or something, and I was like, well, that's cool, like he's a, like a Mexican dude, you know, that's cool, whatever, 
And then when I heard him on the albums and shit, I mean, um, and then saw him live, and I was like, shit, maybe I could be in Dio. <laughs> you know? Because I was just like, man, he didn't, like, he didn't try to do anything note for note, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of things, like, to me, uh, I owe me uh, a Heaven and Hell solo shouldn't have a bunch of fucking tremolo bar on it. Yeah, It's just like, it's disrespectful. You know, it's not, it doesn't go. It's not, you know, it's like you're just half-assing it. Uh, you know, I like the realization that, like, I could be in Dio, and it's not, like, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't be a good thing at all. Like, you just go, like, I could probably smoke this one. Oh, man. And I'm not that great. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, not to say that I really could. Yeah. But, you know, somewhere in the ballpark. <laughs> but, uh, so, Tracy G makes two albums with Dio. Uh, Strange Highways and Angry Machines. But he's in the band for six years. So I seen Tracy G a bunch of times yeah. with uh with and then he uh, and then he got fatter. So you've gotten uh so you've gotten to have a real good sample size real whether, good. whether or not he's your least favorite Yeah, and he and he is. Um it, well I don't you know what? Him and the second uh appearance of Craig Goldie are right there. Oh yeah, that's the, the that's that the infamous one where you typed all your friends up to how sick yeah. Goldie was, and then he fucking sucked. Yeah, and then he and sucked. Everybody just and everybody's on like, you. "Dude, what the you fuck?" You thought that was good? Fuck yeah, man. damn, you're lame. Fuck like out. I did it. <laughs> but yeah, so those, so um, so and and now by this time I I've been I see Dio at Fourth uh, and B. Seen Dio at Starlight Bowl, oh. you know it, it was like not not a good time, and um, and they weren't uh, they weren't he wasn't putting the best band out there yeah. that he could, you know, and that's and that pisses me off when that happened. Now at the same time, I also saw him with Tracy G open for Iron Maiden with uh-huh. Blaze Bailey at fucking San Diego State. Talk about a fucking show that was just all yeah. kinds of disappointing, huh? Yeah. But, but you know, Dio was better. Yeah, well, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, here's fucking, you know, he wasn't, at that point, he wasn't putting out the best band possible. At the same time, maybe he just couldn't anymore at that point. Yeah. He kind of burned his bridges with some, you know, other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he burned his bridges with Vivian Campbell, mm-hmm. who ended up... Uh, I still think he's kind of wasting away in Def Leppard, but yeah, I mean he's getting paid. Yeah, and and, and uh, I think that's the I think that's the that's the plan. That's yeah. and that's what it is. And you know, in Def Leppard, he's he's uh, he takes a back seat. Um, he doesn't have like a spotlight solo. He doesn't take any of the really good solos. Um, whatever. But uh, so, but the cool thing is now he's doing Last in Line, and he yeah. gets to do all that shit, which I just saw him yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and they're fucking sick, man. It would have been better if uh, some shit could have been mended, and they could have been playing together Well, you know, before, that, instead of him being in a tribute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you know, you know what sucks, and I, well, first let me tell you what, what was awesome about it, a couple of things. 
one, Vivian can still fucking play all that shit yeah. just exactly right. That's good. And uh, and to me, that makes him one of the best guitarists out there right now. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that was cool was they fucking dispensed with the fucking keyboards. They don't have any keyboards on stage anymore. Huh. And so Rainbow in the Dark, no keyboards. That's fucking cool. all the, you know, they, they have like the little intros on uh-huh. tape, you know, yeah. or whatever. And, uh, and so they still do those, but there's no actual keyboards in the songs. Huh. And it fucking sounds so much better to me. I mean, you know, I never fucking liked the keyboard yeah. in the first. Well, time. I might have to listen. I mean, because the the keyboard's a real main point of yeah. Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah. To the point where um, I had seen an interview where Dio had talked about how he was real hesitant about it. Mm-hmm. Like he was worried that this was too poppy. Yeah. And that people like like metal fans are gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, shit? we were. I was. I didn't like it. Dun, 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 dun. I don't yeah. like that shit. You know? I think it complements everything else in the song really well. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean, it's after not... the after the first fucking fifty times I heard it, I was like, yeah. Well, that's how the song goes. Fucking well, awesome. Whatever. I mean, it t- I think of it like this. Um, there's a couple ways you can go with keyboards and metal and hard rock, mm-hmm. and I think it it sounds good in Rainbow in the Dark. Um, it's not like fucking Europe. It's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. I fucking hate that song. Like, yeah, oh, God. But Rainbow in the Dark, you know, it's still coolish sounding to yeah. me. Um, it's not that far removed from, you know, all the keyboards and shit in Rainbow. Right. And there's always keyboard in Sabbath. Yeah. Um, keyboards in Deep Purple. Fucking, you know. yeah, yeah. It's just... Um, yeah, you know... I think if if the, if they had blended it better and it wasn't so upfront, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have minded it as much. And it, like I say, at the end of the day, I love fucking Rainbow in the Dark. I've always loved it. Yeah. You know, it's not fucking. Well, like, yeah. The the keyboard is practically the main riff. Yeah. In that song. Yeah. But it's at least got cool guitar accompanying it, unlike you know, like Jump with Van Halen, where it's right. really front and center. Like, oh yeah, no, there's a main guitar riff. There's no main guitar riff in Jump. Yeah, you know? they're like, this is what this, this is what is we're gonna riff. start doing now, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I mean, it was their first number one single, so not everybody. Was, yeah, no, a lot of people liked it. Yeah, a lot of people liked it. But the other fucking thing that I fucking didn't like, and they did it last time, so I already knew. But I thought maybe they fucking whatever. Uh, they basically, you know, stopped the show and fucking it's uh, the new bassist Phil Susan, who mm-hmm. used to be in Ozzy's band in the Bark of the Moon days. Yeah, he's the new bassist, and he goes up to the mic and he says, uh, "You know, I'm gonna uh, take it down for a minute. You know, talk to whatever." And everybody in the crowd thinks that they're gonna fucking you know. Give a shout out to Dio, uh-huh. you know. I mean, obviously you're fucking. They're playing his songs and you're called last in line and yeah. whatever, whatever, you know. And he's dead. You know? <laughs> um, Spoiler alert! Right. So they. So he. It, it's the whole setup is there, but it's for Jimmy Bain, which is cool mm-hmm. that they're friend and he was in the band and, you know, he died, yeah. but. A little fucking, and Dio too, you know, that could have been fucking nice. 
Yeah. You know, they, yeah, they, they just like, and they, and they did it twice. They did it last time too. I was just like, man. The first time I saw him, Jimmy Bain was there, so they didn't do anything that time. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so yeah, but they didn't do a tribute to Dio that time either. How do you do it? I mean, I guess they're figuring you're there. That's the tribute. Yeah, you know, I just, I just say, you know, uh, you know, I shout mean, out to fucking, you know, however many years ago we lost a great metal voice, yeah, you know, whatever. Something. I mean, for fuck's sake, listening to the 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 new version of uh, Hard Air Quotes Rainbow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, even fucking Ronnie Romero sh- gives shouts out to Dio right during it. Like, I don't know if uh, I don't know if he ran that by Richie. But yeah, Richie seems like he don't give a shit. Anyway. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't. But it's like you know when he was doing like the man on the Silver Mountain, like he's like yeah. I was listening, and then it's like Ronnie James Dio is yeah. the man on the Silver Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, uh, at the, uh, probably when probably when you have issues with so many people, like Blackmore does. You probably don't really care that much about any one. Yeah. You I know, think, it's I think like, ah, fucking hate everyone. Everyone hates he, me. No, I don't think I don't think Blackmore hates any. I don't think he hates anybody. I think everybody hates him. Yeah, I think there's a difference. Yeah, for sure. I probably think that fool's like it. autistic or some shit. Could like, be, and he just comes off as a dick to people. I don't think everything I hear from him, I never get malice. Yeah. Out of anything he says, it's just a fucking business decision to him. Yeah. And other people are like, you're fucking with my livelihood. And right. he's like, well, them's the breaks. Like, yeah. this is my band. This is how I run it. Bye. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got that. I sent you that picture the other day of the uh, the three of Sabbath, besides mm-hmm. Ozzy, were at some function. They got an award or whatever. So they're all three there. But to me, like, when I see anyone Ozzy's there, it's like, it's like a picture of fucking four fucking CEOs yeah. standing there, and it, they're they're there for fucking work. They're not homies. Yeah. I mean, I think I own. Which me sucks. I think Tony and Geezer. Yeah. Have to be. They they've worked. They keep coming back to work together. Yeah. Like, there's got to be some sort of camaraderie there. Yeah. Like Geezer, I never hear stories where Geezer's like fuck you, and that's why he left the band. It just seemed like he just wasn't digging it at the moment. Right. Like. You know, yeah. for him, Geezer really he didn't want to call Black Sabbath uh, right. anymore. Once obviously was gone, right? And Bill was like, "Oh, my fucking best friend in the band is gone." Yeah. So he's just a sad drunk, but you know, that's why I'm sure when they finally reconvened with Dio again, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Let's call it Heaven and Hell." Like I think everybody was stoked about that. Right. I think Iomi was happy because. He didn't have to constantly call something Black Sabbath just to keep it alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Dio, I don't think he ever wanted to be in Black Sabbath. He just wanted to be in that band. Yeah. Um, I don't think he liked having Black Sabbath hung on it. He definitely didn't like singing the old song. Right. That's that would must have been the best. Yeah. He, he certainly. I don't think I would have to look. I'm gonna because I haven't really looked to see any of the shit from the Dehumanizer. I'm gonna assume. I'm sure he's had to sing something Aussie songs again mm-hmm. during that tour, but I'm gonna go on a limb and say he didn't fucking sing any like any Gillen shit or any right. Martin shit. Right. Um, Dehumanizer tour. I'm not sure on that. He might. They might not have done. Nah, they probably did. 
They probably did like the the main ones. Oh, you got your if you go to see Black Sabbath and they don't do Paranoid and Iron Man at the very least, you're like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. But yeah, once they're you know they reconvene as Heaven and Hell, right? And it's like that's just out the door. Yeah, and it's like we're Heaven and Hell. This is what we're doing. We're doing, and it's interesting because it started off as just kind of a project to do, you know, it's like a tribute to that era. Right. You know, they really didn't come together to write a whole bunch of new shit together. Right. They, they wrote a couple songs on the, you know, the Dio Years Sabbath compilation. Yeah. And that's where we get my uh, my all-time favorite uh, <laughs> Dio lyric uh, with the devil cried on that. Oh, yeah. One fine day in hell. <laughs> Yeah, it's not very subtle. It's oh, like Lord. it's like, hey, uh, this is a Black Sabbath song. You want to sing some devil shit? Yeah. All right, I'm all right. I'm be very literal. <laughs> and what's funny about that though, if you think about that, because they did that, you know, you know, they do, they write some new songs for the Dio Years compilation, and then they're like, well, let's do a fucking album. Mm-hmm. And that's where uh, you do, you know, the actual Heaven and Hell album. When Dio was in Sabbath, they didn't really do, like, they weren't writing, like, devil shit. Right. It was, like, mysticism and all this other shit. And right. And handsome women. Yeah. And wishing wells. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not devil shit. But then they do Heaven and Hell. I mean, other than Heaven and Hell, there's some devil shit in that. Yeah. When they do the Heaven and Hell album, it's like a whole bunch of devil shit. Right. That Dio never, he didn't really sing about that for the most part. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I really, like, the fucking riffs on that are fucking monster. Oh, hell yeah. Um, That's probably the heaviest sounding Sabbath quotes album. Yeah. But the, the lyrics are a little lacking. Yeah. You know, they, I know you don't like that. Adam and Evil. Oh yeah, that's and, that's one of those. Uh, that's. <laughs> I you remember you were saying that when you got clowned on for eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they're like, "Oh, Dio can write some whack ass shit like that, huh?" Yeah. Or, uh, Bible black and stuff, but you know, the riffs are there and the vocals are still great. Oh yeah. But the the song, the, the actual lyrical content, not great. But at this point, you're not there for lyrical content. Right. You're kind of there for the cheese. Right. And that's what, you know, you're going to get that with Dio, you know, uh, when when you give him enough time, you're going to get the cheese. Right. Um, it's going to be Parmesan, but. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For sure. I love the, I, I, he's one of those dudes I wish I could have met. Because he, I mean. On the other hand, I'm glad I've never gotten a chance to in a way because mm-hmm. he seems like that kind of dude that he either likes you right away or he fucking doesn't, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really change his mind very much right. at that point. Right. And he's Italian, so like, you know, he's uh, they call it you know, uh, you know, the uh, Italian Alzheimer's is yeah, you forget everything but the grudges. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah. you know he. He's got a lot of bad. He had a lot of bad things to say about a lot of people. Oh, yeah. But then the people he did like, he was super gracious with. And, right. But it's like you know, I did see that one interview with that one dude that like got his interview with Dio and specifically went in to troll him. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> immediately, oh yeah, it's so pissed. funny because it does not take him long to be like fuck you. Like he did not play along at yeah. all. Yeah. Like 
he instead of yeah, it was like, like two minutes and fuck you. Yeah, it wasn't even that. Yeah, it was like immediately like I think what he um, called him the wrong name or something like uh, that initially. He, well, he started talking about how short he was. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Then he called. Yeah, he's like, "How tall are how tall are you?" He's yeah. like, "I'm six foot, six foot five, motherfucker." Like, yeah, as far yeah. as you're concerned. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he's clearly. Right, very uh, touchy about yeah. that, but it's funny to listen to. Him he also lied about his age several times, back in interviews in the days. Oh, so, probably. Yeah. So I guess that was another touchy. Uh, was like I'm, I'm 20. I'm just going bald. <laughs> right. Um, Talk about meeting Dio. I never met Dio, but I was in the same room with Dio. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, it was kind of like you know because we got backstage. I fucking don't know how. It was, we used to get backstage a lot in those days, and I really don't know how. We were just drunk, and we just get into shit. Yeah. And, um, and so we were there, fucking Vivian Campbell was there, Vinny was there, Jimmy Bain was there, all party, you know? And uh, Dio comes in, he's got a towel around his neck, and he like stops the room basically. And yeah, he's like, <gasps> yo. <laughs> and he says, uh, he basically did did like a stage rant, you know, thanks for coming, and, you know, and every one of you special to me, and la 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 la. And, and uh, but I'm gonna get out of here. You guys have fun, and I'll see you next time, whatever. And he's out, you know. So it, again, it was kind of like like, oh, dad's leaving, you know, or whatever. But yeah, so that was uh, my. Uh, Experience with Dio being in the same yeah. room with him, and then uh, and then Vinny. I mean, I bet I, I bet you I've been in the, with all the bands that I've seen him in and seen him with Dio Disciples and Last in Line. I bet you I've been in the same room with Vinny Apathy more than any other two motherfuckers that don't know each other. <laughs> you <laughs> like know? you just keep like, oh, it's you again. Yeah, I just like <laughs> see him all the time, but it's just like. Yeah, you know, whatever. Hey, Vinny. What's up, Vinny? You know? like, hey, you. Yeah, hey, guy. Yeah, yeah. You seem, you, you know who I am. Stalker with guy. Yeah. <laughs> am I pretty yet, Vinny? Yeah, yeah, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's at the same, it, it's, you get to meet Dio, but it would be cool to be like, you know, backstage with all them fools. Like, yeah, man. I mean, because you got Vivian Campbell, who's one of the all-time great guitarists. Yeah. You got Jimmy Bain, who's one of the all-time great bass players, yeah. man. He's, you got, you know, I mean, just just from the shit he did with Rainbow, mm-hmm. and shit, it's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and those guys were all super cool. All super cool, man. It was a trip. You know, it's funny, though, uh, just to rewind a little bit with, you know, Dio all bent because, you know, you know, Sabbath was kind of angling for that reunion with Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, we could be been the greatest fucking band for the forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they fucked it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but if the money was right and Rishi Blackmore came calling, mm-hmm. I want to I wanna reform Rainbow. Mm-hmm. I want you... I want Cozy. I want Jimmy Bain, like, right. full on Rainbow reunion. You think he wouldn't have fucking jumped yeah, on that shit? Of he course. Done it Especially if there's some guaranteed beat. money in there, um, which you know Sabbath was getting. Yeah. You know? It's cut, and that would have been probably, that probably would have sold out bigger shows than uh, Sabbath uh, with Dio in it. I mean, they they got that bump 
with Dehumanizer, mm-hmm. but they were still it looked like they weren't you know they weren't playing like big arenas or anything. Right. Like they were still mm-hmm. playing you know bigger clubs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, like theaters. Yeah, but if he fucking uh, rejoined Rainbow around that time period, oh, especially in Europe, yeah, you yeah, oh, Japan, fuck. fuck. Yeah, they would have been. That'd have been wild. That's my fantasy booking of you know, what it would have would have been cool in like nineteen ninety four. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would have um, been perfect time. Perfect time. So you know what? I'm gonna start including this in like some of our some of our podcasts because it just occurred to me. Ninety nine. That's when Napster happened. Uh huh. Right. And that's just a fucking huge... It changed everybody's career, oh, basically, yeah. you know? And so now it, it becomes where everybody's more of a hired hand. Everything's more just fucking business. Because there's less money to go around. You have to fucking control it better, you know? And that's when um, Simon Wright is playing drums for Dio. The dude from he was in ACDC yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and then he gets Doug Aldridge to play guitar. He's like a super side man, you know, and uh, and he's actually like I'll go out on a limb and say he's the, like the second best guitarist that Dio ever had. Yeah, and this is towards the end. This is O two and O four. It's kind of slim pickings when it comes to that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. But um, but like if you uh, I'll I'll bring you a copy next time. Uh, you see, like, uh, there's a DVD came out in 06, Holy Diver Live. Yeah. And that's with Doug Aldridge. And he does all the Vivian shit killer. He fucking, uh, he does the Iomi shit killer. He does the Blackmore shit killer. Yeah. He's fucking, he's, like, fucking awesome. And he's just a side guy, you know, basically. But, uh, but those, towards the end there, it seemed like, they were going right in the right direction, as far as I was yeah. concerned. And then Heaven and Hell yeah. came about. And of course, you're going to go do that. Which I was so fucking happy because then I finally got to see them. Yeah. You know, which was my first time because fucking I was uh, too um, I was too young for Mob Rules Tour. And I, and Dehumanizer, I don't think he came here. Or whatever it was, yeah. I fucking just missed it. So I never got to see them till till '07 or whatever that was. Doing uh, Evan and Hell. Yeah. Well, I mean Napster, man. That's uh, that for me. That was what a, I was able to like kind of start getting into other shit that I hadn't really heard before. Right. Um, you know, uh, I mean, it was po- the post Napster years is when I finally can't start heard Heaven and Hell and shit like that. But right. there was plenty of other. You know things I'd heard about, like, uh, like, you know, being a Metallica fan, I had, you know, Garage Inc. Mm-hmm. Well, Napster came along, well, I could finally hear those fucking Diamond Head songs, right? You know, exactly. And it's like, oh shit, this is fucking good. Yeah. So I got, I was able to get into those bands that inspired um, bands I liked right. because I couldn't get a fucking Diamond Head album, right? You know, in the '90s, but. If I could download Am I Evil and listen to it and start getting into their shit, like, oh fuck. <laughs> right, right. You know, and that's and that's where the I mean, you know, you know me, dude. I boot like everything. I always oh, yeah. have and if I and, you know, I figure I support the bands by going to see them. Yeah. You know, that and whatever. But in general, 
like all these um all these albums that I you know I I listened to all these albums recently so that I could fucking you know whatever mm-hmm. and basically you know yeah I downloaded them yeah. you know but I bought them before yeah. you know or whatever and fucking, like I ain't buying it again yeah I ain't buying it again <laughs> and and the vast majority of the shit that I actually download I would would have never bought yeah you know I would have never bought that new Yngwie you know. Yeah. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I just got it so I can fucking listen to it so I can do this. If if that shit, if that shit came out just far enough back, you would have bought that shit. Then oh bad. yeah, oh yeah. You'd have been like, oh, the new Inkvay. Yeah. Fuck. fuck. What the fuck? Oh man, before that came out, you already knew it was bullshit. Yeah. I was like, like if that had been like the third album. When I, yeah, I when uh when he did uh while my guitar gently weeps Ugh. and I said here as like hey uh frog check this shit out and you're like god damn it this sucks yeah like fuck yeah. and I'm over here this I'm like you're you're the devil on your shoulder being like Ingvay's not that good right <laughs> yeah like, you know I wonder that just fucking shot me to that fucking dream on fucking uh cover oh yeah with the deal with Ingve right. And I like, I mean, you know, I liked it, of course, you know. I, I liked like. it despite Ingve. Yeah. See, I liked it dis- because of Ingve also. Yeah, he, he didn't do shit on that. That he nothing he did on that shit made shit made that song better. <laughs> well, to me, it's uh, it's almost like the the guitar on, on the original. I mean, don't get me wrong, the intro is awesome. Yeah. But outside of that, there's not much to it. You yeah, know, no, and, I mean, and that's kind of the point of the song. Yeah, that's true. It's a vocal showcase, not yeah. a fucking noodly bullshit showcase. Right. Yeah, you're watching, you guys are watching the, the, the end of uh, our podcast, as we know it, where I'm just like, if you're, <laughs> it's okay to be wrong about that song. But <laughs> yeah, but the, th- the, but the thing that, um, that uh, tripped me out about it is, like, at the time, I was, like, picturing, oh, yeah, it's Ingrid and... Dio and they're like shooting the shit and they're like talking about how they're gonna they might not have even been in the same room well they probably never even met you know you never you never know <laughs> well they did meet because um they did hearing aid oh yeah you remember that yeah so that hearing aid was 86 uh-huh. and Vivian Campbell's on it and it's the last Dio thing that he's on yeah. you know cause he was on his way out you know and um uh, and uh Craig Goldie was there too. It's weird when you have that like the last thing you do with somebody is some fucking weird shit. Yeah. Like the last thing uh Jason Newstead did with Metallica, I think was that song from the Men in Black Two Cent. Oh, no, okay. Black, Mission Impossible Two yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. Uh I disappear. I think that's a lot that's gotta be the last thing he recorded with Metallica. Yeah. And it's not a good song. Yeah. Um, I I'm I mean, my timelines could be fucked up. I can't remember if that was before or after uh, the Symphony album. But even then, it's just, it's not like some new shit that he did, but... Right, right. Yeah, but see, like, for me, like, the like the hearing aid, uh, because there's, like, a long version. Have you, have you seen that whole thing? Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you it off the top of my head what it sounded like anymore. I've watched yeah. it. I remember I shared that one thing that was like a rip-off of Hearing Aid. Yeah. Because you had Hearing Aid was just a rip-off of, uh, of We Are, are the World. world. Yeah. And then some fucking shit I had posted on Facebook where it's just like another like big 
Save the World metal song, but it was all like Norwegian metal guys, but oh, not yeah, like the yeah, death yeah. metal ones, but yeah, like it was just like the fucking European the Viking metal ones. Yeah, the European metal motherfuckers around that time period that they did their own like, well, we're gonna save the world through song compilation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I kind of miss those. People aren't saving the world People through song enough. World no like, everybody just got fucking sick of Africa's shit and stopped helping them, I guess. Yeah. No more Live Aid, no more songs yeah. helping Africa. I think Sam Kinison said everybody's straight on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every, do they know it's Christmas? Like. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, but no, but for that, uh, for the hearing aid sessions, like, basically, what they did was there's a solo section. That's, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 16 bars, whatever it is, I don't know. And they let everybody do a solo, right? And then they just chopped it up yeah. and, and put it, assembled it, you know? Yeah. But there's the video where you you get to see everyone's solo. Yeah. So that's awesome. Because fucking George Lynch is there, fucking Ingve's there. Both the dudes from Maiden are there. Fucking the Blue Easter Cult dudes there. There's always a couple of dudes that don't see the fucking Spinal Tap guys yeah. are there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, man, I love that shit. And at that time, it was just like, man, anything with the fucking guitar solo on it, I was just like, yeah, these yeah. guys were the fucking guys. And Dio, right, and, and Jeff Tate sang on it, Halford, and then, like, fucking... Uh, uh, D. Snyder, you know, like a couple, of, like different dudes from for different shit, but you know, whatever. It was it it was a um, important moment for metal, I guess. You know, yeah. it's a it's a one one of a kind thing, but um, yeah. So these other videos, that as always, I, I want to talk about the videos. They uh, there's a a We Rock we video. About, we got about ten. There's a We Rock video uh, from 84 with Vivian Campbell. There's a a special at the Spectrum, 84 Vivian Campbell. Finding the Sacred Heart, 86 with Craig Goldie. And that's probably the best fucking thing that Craig Goldie ever did. And it was the tour that for Sacred Heart. So it was before he recorded with Dio. He just took over the tour. And he was fucking awesome on that. Um, then there's Live in London and Evil uh, Evil or Divine, which have Tracy G and whatever. Uh, and then um, Holy Diver Live. No, I mean, uh, Evil or Divine and Holy Diver Live are with Doug Aldridge. Yeah. And those are awesome. Fucking Doug Aldridge is fucking sick. Sick as fuck. The next best thing to, to Vivian doing it yeah. himself. And, you know... All of those you should watch them because, I, like I say, if you're if you're a fan of a certain motherfucker or a certain band or whatever, gotta watch the game tape, man, because that's that that's the performance. That's you know, the oh, yeah. albums are are cool, but I mean, it's you know, you got oh. studio, you got magic, you got you know, live video. There's not much that yeah. that much you can do. You gotta you know, if you're not fucking with backing tracks, you gotta right. be on. And plus, it's like when you see Dio performing live he's very theatrical right you know like uh one of my favorite videos is um um for don't talk to strangers it's a live video Mm -hmm. of him in philadelphia yeah that's Um, from the spectrum uh and it's like you know it starts off all 
soft because it does and he's so he's up right. there doing his little mo movement yeah the lasers, like lasers around, around, him, around yeah. him and then you know when it hits that you know the only bring and he's yeah. fucking fist in the air yeah, all the, the lights crowds down. all fucking and yeah, it's fuck fucking yeah. wild dude just that fist in the air like that's such like that's the rock god like bam hell man. yeah that hell shit, yeah, yeah. I, it. I watched that shit like the the day he died I think I had uh, queued that up and yeah. commented on it on YouTube and shit like that man you know and that was a, that was a sad one because it fucking it was sudden yeah. you know it was like you know oh he's sick he's dead yeah. you know and I was just like and you know what in like in retrospect on the they have that uh, the heaven and hell at Radio City mm -hmm. video and he looks kind of sick on that, yeah. you know, and it, so you can kind of start to tell. Well, but. yeah, I remember because they kind of jumped the gun on saying he was dead. Ooh. So, like, I remember the it was like the night before um, his stuff was popping up. Ronnie James Dio has passed away from stomach cancer. Mm. But then you had Wendy Dio saying he's not dead, he's still alive. But she wasn't quite clear on how, how alive almost he was. dead yeah. he was. <laughs> yeah. And then he died, like, in the middle of the night or the next morning. Right. But I remember being like, ah, oh, fuck. Because around the time Dio died was when I was really starting to get into Dio. Right. And, you know, Heaven and Hell, I missed seeing him. I was like, oh, I'll see him again, I guess. Right. You know, I wasn't going to a lot of concerts at that time. I didn't have any money. Right. So I was like, ah, oh, that would have been cool to see. And then he fucking died. I'm like, shit. Mm -hmm. Like, because I had friends that were like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't fucking saw Heaven and Hell. It was fucking sick. Like, yeah. So yeah. that's my regret is never getting to see Dio actually live. Yeah, Lonnie never got to see him live. She, she regrets it, too. Um, but it's like she wasn't close. She, yeah. she wasn't close to see them. Like, he, yeah. he died. She was still like. Yeah, kind of I don't dumb. know if I'm ever, you know. I'm on the fence about whether or not I would see the hologram shit. You know, it's like I said, it's Dio Disciples. Yeah, if you think of it as Dio's Disciples plus a weird hologram thing, I guess yeah. I could deal with it a little right. better. Yeah, you know, because it's, it's not the whole thing. It's because it's they do that, but it's also you know right the rest of the band, you know, the, rest the rest of the, of the band, and they're good. It's you know, Ripper. Ripper Owens and that other dude. I can't. I can never remember that guy's name. I feel like life He's is good too. Yeah, though. I feel like life is pushing me towards seeing Ripper Owens in some fashion. Like, yeah, I managed to avoid it. Um, thus far yeah but it's just he's on he's fucking everywhere and yeah. on every he's good thing. no he is yeah. like that's the thing though it's like he's just everywhere like anytime you need a tribute album ripper owens is on it yeah like, <laughs> for sure so uh i think it's time to wrap this shit up so man. okay <laughs> so thanks for joining us on another episode of the hit the light podcast this is me big frog and me mike castleberry signing out to the next one we're out